I'm I'm so Twitter like I'm a Twitter loyalist, right? And even with the changes, I don't experience it from the business side, of mm-hmm. course. But even with the changes, like I I think I love Twitter so much that I'm willing to kind of go through the transition. But like when threads came out and all this stuff came out, I'm like, I'm not going to fake Twitter. I'm not gonna go to threads. I'm a threader. Really? Yeah. I don't I, I see no value in it. I heard investment make the fourth list. Amazon, the rock nation made investments itself. Go buy the building, don't be worried about a door split. Even if the mission get hard, you can't avoid it. You see me getting money, well, I'm just expressing myself. It's harder building on your own, you always welcome to help. Build a mastermind, who works in the pony and heal. All right, guys, we're back again for another episode of Change Agents. My name is Caleb. I'm problematic, Trav. <laughs> and today we have Brantley, man. So excited to have you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. A little tired. <laughs> a little tired. A little tired. Bro. 12 you know. days in Vegas. That'll, oh, wow. that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Hot as hell. <laughs> hot as hell. Yep. What, what was, like, the hottest day like there? Um, it was 120, yeah. and it felt like 120. 120? 120. What does 120 feel like? Your skin is burning. Like, oh, we've yeah. got humidity down here, yeah. and it's, like, it's hot, right? Like, yeah. you can see the steam after yeah. it rains, yeah. but your skin feels like it's burning. Like, you can't go outside. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. So, like, what was like, what were you working on while you were in Vegas? Um, we had NBA Summer League, mm. and so then I flew back to L.A. for Gatorade Player of the Year and yeah. SBs, okay. and then flew back to Vegas for WNBA All-Star. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Aces. Who won, and, um, who won All-Star yeah. MVP? Um, Chelsea Gray, I think. I think so, Swag. yeah, I think yeah. it was Chelsea Gray. Chelsea Gray. She was cooking. Yeah. The little behind-the-back pass had everybody yeah. going crazy. I mean. But um, I'm glad you said you're tired. Because Are you tired? No, I'm not actually today, but I probably will be by Saturday. I'm tired. But I think we get into this this point of, like, everybody is always grinding, always grinding, and I'm going to always be a workaholic. But it's okay to be tired, too. Mm-hmm. That don't mean we're not going to do the work, but it's like nobody admits when they're tired on, on camera. No, I mean, like, again, I work all the time. I know you guys understand it. Yeah. I get tired. Like, it's just impossible for me not to be tired. Mm. Now, back to my original first question. <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm nervous. I don't know. Why are you nervous? What's the question? <laughs> Rate your shirt in order. Um. Oh. As, two orders. As, as, like, as hoopers okay. and then as daters. Okay. That was my next question. Okay. <laughs> um. Obviously, book is one as a hooper. Um. Prime BG for sure. Two. Mm, gets a little faulty. No, Utah, Jordan Clarkson is three. Um, Kuz four, and Ben at five as he's, a Hooper. He's gonna sub you now. He's gonna sub you now. That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. I mean, he, so that's the Hooper side. That's the Hooper side. Okay. Um, as a dater, um, Jordan one, Book two, Blake three. For sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to do Ben 4 and then Coos 5. Was that like a charity? Like you didn't want him to be 5 on both lists? No, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> honestly, Coos is just like super 
frustrating. Lake Laker Jordan or Utah Jordan? Utah Jordan. Oh. Utah Jordan is like yeah. top tier. Because he didn't have any tattoos as a Laker. And yeah, then no he hair, no and then he just went out and lost his mind in Utah. And I'm here for it. That's yeah. Crazy. So like in your in your day to day, like what like I know that you said that you were like tired and exhausted and stuff like that. Like what is what is a week? You Let's know, tell them what your role is first. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we properly established that. Um so I lead athlete and music partnerships at okay. Twitter. Yeah. Um pre Elon, my role was a lot different. We were able to move a little bit more freely and I could engage with all partners. So I do this globally. Yeah. Um, so I was able to work on F1, NBA, WNBA, MLS, nice. Premier League, yeah. all these things. Okay. Um, and I had a team that I was able to bounce ideas off yeah. and we could do some really dope things. Now um, we're trying to kind of get back into being present and getting yeah. more people back on the platform. Um, now I've also taken on music. So that's album rollouts, um, single releases, doing Twitter spaces with different artists um, to talk about the music that they're doing. Mm. Um, on the sports side, obviously being present at WNBA, um, Twitter spaces, we've got a lot of Hashmojis. The W is obviously one of our main focuses. We love any sort of women's sports. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you guys know NBA Twitter is yeah. unmatched. <laughs> You're officially my favorite, yes. Yay. Already, because you got my two favorite things, Twitter and sports. Yes. Even though I don't, uh, it's hard to, let's get into it. It's it's hard to brand on Twitter. You just have to do it the right way. So for you being a... For me personally, it's easy because okay. I've been a Twitter fucking tyrant for 12 years. Yeah. But like a new artist who who you're trying to roll out or who you're trying to make and they don't have a strong Twitter presence, I feel like Twitter is the hardest platform to start a brand on. It's all about engagement, right? And so, like, joining those conversations. Like, I always tell anybody that wants to, like, help build their brand, like, okay, whatever is relevant at the moment, like, be in those conversations, right? Like, whether it's you're a musician or you're a sports guy or whatever, like, what's going on on Twitter today? Okay, Draymond and Jordan Poole, like, be in those conversations because you're going to get traction based on what you say. Instead of just, hey, here's my music link. Yeah, because my... we're not doing that. Like, please... If you're listening, please do not put your music link under something. Like, we don't care. We're going to scroll past it every time. Every time. Thanks. So, who would you ever trade to Jordan Poole? I love Jordan Poole. I'm, I'm a big fan, but I also am, like, a very, very... Jordan Poole, the athlete? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Draymond hater, though. Why? Big Draymond hater. I like disruptors. I just... I, I don't... I feel like... What are you disrupting? You're just being loud and like fumbling, bumbling for no reason. See, but that's a misconception, right? Would you say the same thing about Dennis Rodman? No, because Dennis Rodman was putting up 25 rebounds a game. Yeah, but he wasn't putting up 20 points. He wasn't putting but up we 15 don't, points. We don't need that. Like, we don't need you to do that. Like, you had a role. You also had like incredible players around you. Like, yeah, Draymond and God, he probably will be a Hall of Famer. He will. Reluctantly. And I'm not, I'm not a Draymond apologist. I'm just challenging <laughs> the, the status quo. No, I just don't think that he's done enough to be there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think he was defensive player of the year twice. Like, that's awesome for you. That was 10 years ago. I, I would take Draymond. And you know, I'm going to get into my, my BS. I would take Draymond over Scottie Pippen. 
because I feel like they serve the same. <laughs> She's looking at me crazy. Number one, Scottie Pippen, as much as a defender, they say he is, right? He never won defense player of the year. But I think their role is very unique. Um, they have similar roles between what their skill set was supposed to be for that team. Same way Scotty made sure Mike got the ball in the places he needed to, Draymond made sure Steph and Clay get the ball because they don't really run, they don't really play point guard. He's really mm-hmm. the point guard. Which is part of the problem. No, that's, that's, that's how they get all these off ball screens and all of this stuff. I think there needs to be, which I'm happy that Chris is there now, like an actual point mm-hmm. guard that's going to be able to run the offense. Properly, like I'm not running my offense through Draymond. Like, but he I'm ran. Just, but he ran. He won four championships running the offense through him. He didn't. It wasn't him. No, I'm saying him. Lead, him guiding. Okay, sure. Point guard. Like passing the ball. Like that's fine. I'll give you that. But I don't feel like Draymond is that guy for that team. I got it. I like. I like Dennis Rodman. That's crazy. I love. Him. <laughs> I love Dennis Rodman. I, like I love. Rodman. But I also like. Like I think you got to have a crazy person on every championship team to win. Like. Ron Artest wasn't the same Ron Artest in L.A. as he was in earlier in his career. He just was the crazy person. You needed a player like that. You needed Tony Allen on that Boston team. Oh, Tony Allen. You need Tony Allen in the Memphis team, even though they didn't win. You need, like, somebody. You need a wild card. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan Poole is a great player, and we're not going to make this a sports podcast completely, but I think Jordan Poole is a great player. I think he became a cancer to the team, though. Before or after he got punched in the face? I think he got punched because he was becoming a, a cancer. And we'll never know because nobody knows what happened leading up to that. You don't believe what Cameron said? What Cameron said? That he was like, your name's Money Green, but you ain't got no money, you're not getting the second contract. Nah, I don't think it was that. I don't think Draymond cares about that. I think Draymond cares about, he's kind of like the Patriots and the Spurs. It's like they had built this system, and here you come, you had a good year, great, you got a max contract. And he didn't get the contract until after he got punched. So you you just got this ego where you've become you think you're bigger than the team already, mm-hmm. and you're you're fourth on the team at at best. So I think that was it. And then I also know you know you ever had like that homegirl? Do you have like a fr- group of homegirls? Uh yeah. So it's I'm always not a loner. It's always like, but some people just have like multi sex circles. But I've always considered. Diva people, like, Jordan Poole is, like, the girl who got fined late, who, like, never got the attention in, in high school and college, and then had a moment, and now she's she just different in the crew. She's just talking different. Yeah, well, that lady is assed out. We don't, we don't talk to her no more. <laughs> and that's what happened. They got his ass yeah. out of there. Hope she's, having a, hope she's having a great day. <laughs> it must be a real person. You know yeah, exactly yeah, who it is. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into doing brand partnerships or running brand partnerships with Twitter? Um, well, I was on the agency side for 10 years. So mm-hmm. I represented players across football, basketball, and the PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, and my very first client was Carlos Boozer. Nice. Um, then working with Maurice Jones-Drew and Friend Matt Forte. Show, Carlos. Yeah, we love Carlos. Um, shout out to Cam. He was Gatorade yeah. Player of the Year at 15, yeah. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but 16? yeah, it's They're unreal. Like, the twins are unreal. Crazy. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but I was working um, with a black woman who basically was like, this is when I was in law school. She was like, this is great. Sports is really your lane. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, being a corporate attorney is cool, but this is, you know, where you make your bread and butter. And she took me under her wing and taught me everything she knew. Wow. Yeah. Do you think um, the climate of when that when you first made that pivot 
is drastically different now than it was then, for better or for worse? Um, yeah, I mean, you got to think about being a woman in predominantly male-dominated space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a black woman at that. Um, that wasn't a thing. You know, everybody thinks that you're in this for other reasons and you're trying to, like, get close to players and things right, like that right. versus you actually, like, loving the game this. and loving the sport and, yeah. like, watching, you know, players turn into things. Um, I think we've gotten a lot of, like, really, really great women to kind of pave the way. Like, I know for me, like, I that she left the gate open for me and I, I try to give back to the, the girls that come behind me. Um, and, you know, teach them the way that I was taught. Um, so I'm really, I don't know. I think it's, we're in a good space right now. How do you search out mentees? I don't. It's the other way around. Um, but I can just kind of tell, like, a girl that I know works really hard that isn't in it for the wrong reasons, like, that's, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Not trying to bash anybody, but, like, you can tell. You can always tell. Yeah. You can always tell. Um, <clears throat> So following Vegas, like what projects do you have coming up? Um, I'm gonna go to Barbados for, okay, yeah, for yeah, crop yeah. over. It's uh, yeah. un- work related. Nah, so I'm, that'll I'm be fun. Going to Africa next week. So oh, are you? Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, so yeah I'm going to. I'm going to, to Albany, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, Wonderful. I'm going to the Shout country. out to Albany. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we've got college football coming up. Obviously, yeah. Women's World Cup starts on Friday. Right. U.S. Women's Team plays 9 p.m. Mm. Think Friday. Um, that always does really well on Twitter. Any sort yeah. of like global conversation starter. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got that coming up, and then college football in the NFL. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I think um, coming from Mark, the marketing side, I I have been putting this like uh, it's kind of like aspiration out into the universe. I want a creative director of WNBA from the marketing side. As a man, that this, feels wrong to why? say, but. I'm very interested to see what you would change. See, now, I wouldn't say it feels wrong for a woman to penetrate a male-dominated industry. I love the WNBA. I probably can tell you the first seven champions ever who won, what the scoring averages was, when Cynthia Cooper was dominating, then Cheryl Swoops had her run, Lisa Leslie had a a championship in between that, and then you skip, and then you get the, the short dynasty of the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, with Maya Moore mm-hmm. and Rebecca, um, even the new owner of the Dream, Renee, Renee Montgomery, she's on those teams. Mm-hmm. Like I love women's basketball, I always have, and I just think there's a couple things that just I think marketing wise they could do that makes the game bigger across mar- across platforms that mm-hmm. I just feel like is missing. I think it's people not really understanding the game like I always tell like any of my guy friends like come to a game and then you'll understand like what it's like right they're just like oh I don't really care about women's sports I don't like it it's slow it's not a fun game and then you go and you're like oh this shit is lit like I mean the dream they have two chains performing you know all these people coming into the game waka flaka like it's really really a fun environment and I think it changes their perception of women's sports so why did why did you look at why did you or you're taken aback by me saying that. Well, what because you, I just wanted to know, like, what you thought was what we could be doing different. I can't give. I can tell you off camera. Okay. Just in case. I mean, I wouldn't. Are even you gonna mind, make me sign an NDA? No, I wouldn't okay. even mind you using them. <laughs> at, at least I, I can tell them to somebody who can go get it done. Right. Right. <clears throat> but I just think, you know, it's certain. It's certain parallels from how co- women's college and women and boys' college 
kind of marry each other. Mm-hmm. I think they do a way better job of keeping those teams better together and marketed together. Even high school. Like, I, when I went to high school and played in Chicago, I went to Glenbard East. Um, Candace went to, uh, Candace Parker went to Naperville Central, which is one of our rivals. Mm-hmm. And I watched how Candace used to, like, she was a legend around there. Like, yeah. and it wasn't, nobody was saying, hey, this girl's basketball. She just was nice. And this is pre-McDonald's dunk contest and all of this. So, you know, I just always have been a proponent of good basketball is good basketball. I don't care who it is. And I kind of I kind of feel insulted, so I know they do, when they say dumb shit like, oh, make the rims nine feet. And, you know, it's just some of the dumb stuff that they say. So I really just want – I would love to see a day where the WNBA – is more respected and mm-hmm. more brandable and have more partnerships and more TV time, more contracts, private flights, all of these things. And then I also get into, and you have to find a way to make women who don't love sports love the WNBA. And I think that's where you have these partnerships with um, nail colors or edge control, you know, things like that, makeup, because these girls are hooping in lashes, in nails, mm-hmm. like, Flickbacks, everything. So why are we not targeting the beauty industry in that way? I don't remember which nail color um, brand it was, but they made an NFL version. It's like, why are we not targeting the actual women that are professional athletes that have their nails done? Right. right. So one of the ideas, I'm going to go ahead and, because you kind of led into it, is you know how they do the 6K camera Mm -hmm. for the NBA at certain points? I feel like if they did 6K pregame, cameras with women to get their outfits, but then also get them glam teams to do their glam before the game. Document all of that stuff and show that during the pregame when you're doing analysis, mm-hmm. the same way they used to show like NBA players tying up their shoes in the locker room and listening to music. Like you have to show the lifestyle part of it that mirrors real lifestyle women go through even if they're not athletes. So I just think that's something they should really lean into and they don't. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, <clears throat> maybe I'll give you the rest of my ideas, and then you go do it, and then you know, just bring me on as a consultant maybe after. A after, after, <laughs> after I don't even back. need retro. Just bring me on as a, a consultant back. after. I want to be a part of. It. I love. I love. 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 Love the WNBA. Like when Diana Taurasi uh, retires, it's gonna be like an end of an era for me. Sue Bird retiring hurt me. Um, I love Cappy Pondex. I remember. She went like missing for a little bit, and it was yeah, crazy. Was like, and Cappy's from Chicago. I hooped with Cappy before. Like, Ivory Lauder used to be one of my favorite Twitter people. Like, we used to talk every night on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When Twitter, before Twitter got so kind of politicized, we just used to talk about everything. So, yeah. you know, all That's these exciting. Things. Well, thank you for supporting Women in Sports. Hey man, give me my send me a WNBA shirt. <laughs> I think I know somebody who can do wow. that. Yeah, man, give me right, give me right, and we're trying to get. We trying to get Renee, I'm gonna say it on camera too. We trying to get Renee to do something that we do here at the studio. Okay. Um, so I just been kind of like hoping Caleb make it happen. I'll give her a call. <laughs> she's she's uh, very good people. She is. What's she your is. favorite? Uh, what's your favorite campaign you've done? Oof. Um. So I've got two. Okay. The first one would be onboarding Derek Jeter to plop, to Twitter. Yankee fan. Um, being able to go shoot content with him and have him read tweets about himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tweets from 
10 years ago, tweets from last year, um, you know, it was just very fun for him to see all the things that people were saying about him. That he's missed for 10 years. I mean, there was one girl was like, I can't believe I was like 15 years old, madly in love with Derek Jeter. And he was just like, how old are you now, Katie? <laughs> and like for him, like yeah. playing into that, like sexualization that like we yeah. as women always put on him and like all the rumors of like, you know, the baseball and the yeah. bag and stuff. It was like so fun. His, his uh, severance package. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun for him to like play into it and he had a good time with it. Um, and then the second one is probably a WNBA related. Last year we took um, movie studio glass and we had tweets written inside of them um, from different languages all over the world. Um, and then we had the all-stars come in and read them. Mm-hmm. And then they just broke it on the ground. It was all about breaking barriers and shattering expectations. Nice. And then right. we took that glass and sent it back to um, whoever tweeted it. Okay. I never do this, but Marcel's notes were great. Like, I knew some of this hey. stuff already. Marcel did good today. I always give him shit. Shout out to Marcel. All right, all right I know. Um, so just to, <laughs> just to shift gears a little bit. Um, so it seems like we got a mutual TJ. I um, mm-hmm. just want to talk about him a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, how has it been, you know what I'm saying, just at Twitter since <clears> then? <throat> Um, TJ yeah. will never leave Twitter. I mean, he's left Twitter, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the T in TJ's Twitter. Sure, like that's sure. just that's Who's him. TJ out of Shola. He's oh damn. Man, the crowd don't know. Sorry, my bad. TJ out of Shola, the greatest um, black man in tech. Yes. I think. One hundred percent. Created what TJ. Twitter sports is today. Yeah. I think mean, he set the blueprint for. Meta, Snapchat, TikTok, all of those, um, you know, yeah. really like leaning into the different leagues and yeah. things like that. Um, it's definitely different, you know, yeah. um, but he left his legacy, um, gave me the blueprint, and I'm, I'm very thankful that he's entrusted the rest of the team to, to kind of carry on his legacy. Mm. But it is definitely different. I mean, I also see TJ like yeah, all the every time. day. So like I literally like, was just with him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but uh, so it's just Vegas. like, but still though, just having him there, just kind of in the organization directly though, like you know, just just that transition for you. I mean, like, as what's a that, what's that's been like for you? You know, he was so instrumental as black yeah. people. Like he made Twitter inherently black. Yeah. You know, that was the, he went out of his way to hire people in the sports division that looked like us, yeah. that could relate to the players. Right. Um, and obviously, like with him leaving, that kind of took a left turn. Mm. Um, and we lost a lot of people, and we're still losing people. But you know, I just I think he he really like laid the groundwork for a lot of people. Yeah. So, um, I guess like just just to shift gears too, like what's what are you most excited about? You know what I'm saying? Like just when it comes to like just sports and and everything in general when it comes to Twitter. Like, oof. Um. It's different now, yeah. you know, like I'm not able to round. do things yeah. that we were used to doing. Like we had tweet suites. We were able to do large scale activations, yeah. um, you know, being an 8,500 person company now down to 7,200. It's yeah, just it's different. It's right. different. Yeah. You know, you don't have the resources anymore. You don't have the advertisers on the platform or the finances. So it's mm-hmm. it's different. But for me, like I'm happy that people are still coming to Twitter to talk. Yeah. Right. I talk about community all the time and the community on Twitter is a real thing. Like NBA Twitter is its own community like outside of everything else. 
So I'm happy that people still want to come and talk about everything, you know, World Cup, NBA, NFL, once that starts gearing up again, like, the conversation will always live on Twitter. We were, we were, who, we had an interview with somebody and we were just talking about how Twitter is the best platform. We're not saying that because you're here. Like, it's on Twitter. No, it really is. But I'm, I'm so Twitter, like, I'm a Twitter loyalist, right? And even with the changes, I don't experience it from the business side, Mm -hmm. of course, but even with the changes, like, I, I think I love Twitter so much that I'm willing to kind of go through the transition. But like when threads came out and all this stuff came out, I'm like, I'm not going to fake Twitter. I'm not gonna go to threads. I'm a threader. Really? Yeah. I don't I, I see no value in it. I'm just I'm, I don't know. I mean, I guess for me it's fun to try something else, right? Like the only way that Twitter will actually fail is if threads takes our model and you know, brings all the pla- all the the leagues on the platform and does things like that. Like, I just don't think I think um, I think the only way for Twitter to fail is something new has to like completely new, not a not a carbon copy. Like, I don't think those kind of models um, are successful. And I also feel like, you know, when you do something, when you do something so strong like Twitter has and like Instagram has, like Facebook has. They have their foundation. Mm-hmm. I don't think Instagram is made for those kind of conversations. I don't think it's made for a Twitter-like conversation. It's made for pictures and videos mostly, and then some some conversation in the comments. I just don't see those those worlds colliding the way they think it is. My biggest thing is I don't need my Instagram people. Mm. Exactly. To be because I'm really it's talking like my mom's side I'm and my dad's side yeah, on yeah. Twitter. Like I don't need y'all to know that. Like mm. yeah. you know that's the problem. Yeah, it's like my mom's side, my dad's side. I was about to say, like, I feel like different platforms bring out different sides of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so. I'm a very reckless tweeter. Like, <laughs> but on Instagram, reckless. it might be clean. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't really or post a lot. Versa, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Did Marcel tell you what the the concept he came up with with me? No. So we had to change the name because I didn't want to get sued. And I kind of didn't want to want to brand them niggas for free. But we had this segment as part of the show called Problematic Twitter with Trav, where... Marcel and uh, Sammy just go in and pull, like, from my most notorious tweets over the last... I just had a Twitter birthday, so I'm, like, 13. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so they, they pull the tweets and then they read them, right? And I have to kind of explain them. And normally Caleb is just, like, there to watch the whole mess fall apart. So we should do a couple tweets. We should definitely do that. Um, yeah. Just transparently, we have had a few um, things like that, a few activations. We did one okay. with Ja Morant. Yeah. Um, and. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and... No, I'm not going there. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not a problematic Twitter. It was basically just like behind the tweets, yeah, right? Yeah, so we've you. done it with artists, we've done yeah. it with athletes. It's just like, what the hell were you thinking when you were tweeting yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is clearly what we have to do with him now. For sure. Yeah, he up next. He in the chopping block. But. Marcel, do you have any tweets on standby? <laughs> <laughs> he always pulled my worst tweets. Like, he never tried to find a tweet where I'm, like, like informative but crazy. I mean, I've only gotten in trouble once. I've never been suspended. I got suspended the other day, and I work at Twitter, which is crazy. I got suspended because I called um, Clarence Thomas a coon. <laughs> but he's a coon. Clarence Thomas been getting called a coon for thirty years. I, I know, but I had to go to Twitter jail and I had to bail myself That's out of jail. Crazy. Like, you want me to wow. tell you the crazy thing though? 
a lot of people don't realize. So Clarence Thomas first made headway with the I can't think of the lady's name. Black lady. Um, I mean, what year are we talking? About? No, no, it's his no- notorious case. So it was like his secretary or the girl, who, okay, the woman who worked with him. She had a sexual assault case. He got away with it. This is like when he first like his first notorious moment. A lot of people, and I like, I just I'm problematic like this. I just like to tell people that Joe Biden is the one who let him off and told him he did nothing wrong. Um. <laughs> no comment. No comment. None. No comment. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. He's like, done worse. He's done worse. Yeah. I'm not a Joe Biden fan. We're going to share one secret. Okay. Uh-oh. I avoided all the redundancy. What, what keyword? Whoa. Hold on. What keyword did you Whoa. say? Whoa. <laughs> no, no so going la- there today. The last episode, <laughs> the last episode we did, so he searched by keyword. So he just searched my name and vagina last time. It was a lot. And we had a woman on it. It was... I mean, I'm sure I got. I, I speak about well. everything. I'm very well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, it feels like I'm very, I'm very well rounded. I'm very well rounded. What is it? Uh, I feel like all women that talk about the money a man has to have got a broke old face that's never expected. This is true, though. But I don't really find that to be problematic. I think that's an accurate statement. But I'm also like not the best. You can say it. I, yeah, but I Marcel can't. knows like I'm not the best one to like have these conversations. So with. I'm not gonna lie. I'll tell you where the inspiration from that comes from. One of my favorite movies, Casino. You ever seen Casino? Great Casino. We love right. we love Casino. Sam did everything that these women are saying they want, and she still wanted somebody who could talk to her and connect with her. Lester Diamond ain't have nothing else going for him, and still was in the cut. So I was watching that movie when I made that tweet, but that's the real thing. I'm, I'm not mad I at think that. people who say, I need this, 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 and this, 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 from a man or a woman, they never truly mean it. Well, I just think that they're missing so much. Like, they look at other people and see. They're just projecting. Yeah. And it's not real. Because, like. Maybe bring something to the table. I don't know. I, I, got the, I got the most. How can I say this in a reasonable way? I had a very good time dating when I was broke. Because there were no expectations? I don't know if it was no expectation. It's just the money wasn't the expectation. So even going on dates and stuff like that, we still I still did it. I still could do it. I couldn't probably do a $500 date every night, but it just wasn't part of the conversation. Um, and, you know, I think conversation rules everything. I don't care how much money, how fine, how successful a man is, how successful a woman is. If you don't like talking to somebody, the relationship is going to be trash anyway. I can see some points to that. But I just you look also, like you holding back. I mean, look, I just think that you also need to bring something to the table. Like, as yeah, a very successful woman, yeah. like, I can't just be with, like, the brokest of the broke. But even that, you don't say, hey, you got to buy me this. You're no, because I can buy it for myself. I don't give a be, fuck about that. You have to be able to take care of yourself the way I take care of myself. Right, I think we should be able to match And we should others. be able to cross that. Yes. That's all it really yeah. boils down to, but you know, most of the time, the people who are screaming those things can't do it for themselves. Yeah, because they're broke. You got another one? I, was I feel like he laughing over this. I'm uh, scared. Y'all so rich until it's time to pay for I mean, that just goes back to... <laughs> These classic tweets. <laughs> you ain't... Caleb ain't disagree. You ain't disagree. I mean, because I think there's truth to that. Up, like, up my, up my Twitter again. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> obviously, obviously, like, 
women don't, they just expect that everything should be paid for. Like, I do not come from that that world. That's a very nasty, that's nasty. What, they, what, what, what do they say on Twitter now? Nasty work. It is nasty very work, nasty. but like. But now, I don't even know if that was just directed towards women. I feel like men are like that too. Everybody rich until it's time to pay Caleb for a video. So it's time to pay you for a partnership. No, that's so, just because you give away stuff for free. Like, everybody thinks that they, because you're homies, you don't have to, to pay them because, you know, oh, you've been giving it away for them for free for so long, and now that you've elevated and you are expensive, your friend should be able to pay for that. There's nobody that's more creative at not paying black people. Than black people. Than black people. Yep. We got to hang out, man. I'm we, here. We, we, we I'm connected. here. <laughs> we connected. Um, just tweet me. <laughs> yeah. hey. Since you problematic too, I don't mind you following me. So we can follow each other and talk shit. Yeah. I just my problematic tweets are just about sports. Mine too. I just said I take Draymond over Scotty Pippen. Yeah, that's, that's problematic for a lot of people. That's insane. <laughs> you take <laughs> you just all right. So let's go. Oh man. Do you okay. think what Scotty Pippen has been doing, defaming the great Michael Jordan? Is is substantial. I think Scotty is going through something very been difficult. Going through it for a while. I know, he but going like through something that look, none of us understand. He goes through exactly. the same thing Kendall went through. A bunch of player trauma. <laughs> but like you're talking about your ex-wife of 27 years, literally in a relationship with your. Teammate that Your you, godson. basically, in, li- yeah. literally, like that—that's insane. Like, <laughs> could you imagine what that feels like? Like, I feel bad for Junior. But why you say fuck me for just just because my son doing something? Because, like, as a father, like, are you supposed to have? I'm supposed to stop it? Yeah, it's right? no way. I don't know. I would. I would. I can feel- you imagine your dad or your mom telling you not to date somebody in your tw- while you're in your twenties? Yes. Would you listen? You probably gonna do more shit with that person. No, I probably I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe. You just don't seem like you take orders. I'm I'm a good person. I don't know. Just... It's just kinda like you see how she danced around that? It, it's just like <laughs> Lawyer. <laughs> all of these people in the world, it's just like why that one? You know what I'm saying? Why that one person? And she's so gross. For you him or for her? For him. Like why why you why you picked that well, one? Well, he's a lame. It's probably like a fetish too. growing up. Probably. You know what I'm She's the problem, not him. No, now that I completely agree. She's like the I problem. speak very very openly about these older nasty nasty haggard women yeah. preying on these young men. I'm not going to name this girl's name because I can't stand her. And what's, what's she's her, What's her Twitter name? She don't deserve that. No, cuz cuz she's not on Twitter anymore. I I <laughs> got her banned. You, from Twitter. You, yo, you really my favorite. Yeah. But she sent a missile. No. I'm not, I'm not playing with her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't even TJ. It was me. I said, we're not doing that, Miss Mamas. But yeah. Big Bradley. she has <laughs> continuously. Oh, you talking about. Yeah. And so, when, I got uh, a confession. So I got a confession. <laughs> the videos aren't even that good. I got a confession. She shot one of the videos here. Are you serious? On her iPhone. I didn't know. We didn't know until it was like happening. The one where she shooting. So, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my ex- god! I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> the body paint artist reached out. She didn't reach. Yeah, out. they did it through a cover. Like, 
So it was her when she got here. And we just like... Were y'all here? I was here. Right. Yo, how nasty is that bitch? <sighs> I'm sorry. You was, but listen, <laughs> listen. This the, this the crazy thing. What she wanted to do is worse than what you saw. What's even crazier is like the video that Marcel did. They did like what? 20 yeah, you saw views? Marcel remix yeah. the video. They did like twenty million views. Oh, I did. I did see that one. Oh, that was God. here. And then they hit me like, "Who is this guy?" I'm like, <laughs> "The internet, baby." You what want me to do? You wanted this. What you want me to do? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I also that's comedy, man. I feel like if that was a man doing that. He'd, He'd be, be in jail. Up. Be locked up. hundred percent. Like you, forty. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that your cash cow like is over Ran with. Ran out, but like, yo, like that ain't the way. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be a little hysterical if I lost a hundred k a month. It wasn't a hundred k a month. First of all, allegedly. Alleged. It. It wasn't. I've it seen. Probably was, it probably was twenty. It was. I. I know. I've seen the receipts. Like, I get the calls. Um, but it wasn't. We She's go drinks, dog. Yeah, I got stories for days. Drinks, but. My problem is that she, oh, I'm so sorry, my man, my man, my man. Now it's, oh, he's this, he's that. I want to, you know, exact revenge on him. Well, baby, if he gets kicked out the league, who's going to pay your bills? That, that, that leads me to, I'm glad we, let's take it off of her, right? I'm all for culprits getting what they deserve, right? I'm all for... Abusers, rapists, mm-hmm. whether it's physical or emotional abuse, I'm all for them getting their the justice that comes with it. How do we figure out how to magnify the corrections? And this is a Twitter question specifically for me, because like I forgot which football player it was, and I probably don't even want to say his name anywhere. But he got accused of assault, and then it came out that she was lying, and the police and it's never, like, it never goes viral when they correct it. Because everybody on Twitter has some sort of think piece. They think they know everything that goes on. Oh, she made a mistake, or he paid her off, and it's like, it's never like that. We just don't like it when a woman is wrong. Whew. Hey, something. That's real. We don't. So how do we fix that? I think <clears throat> this is not to put it on you. I think Twitter is the biggest culprit of that methodology over the years. I mean, I would agree with you. Um, I also think that it's part of the justice system that we need to start prosecuting women for false claims. I mean, we've seen this over and over and over again. Men who have been accused of sexual misconduct, whatever, when they were just told no. This lady was just told no. Let's use a common case. The Michael Irvin thing. The, the the lady at the hotel. Like, that's not a great example. That specifically. He okay. might not be a great example. But we all saw that oh, on camera. So right. there's not even no way to say he paid her off or anything. She should have got whatever years or penalty mm-hmm. he was facing. I mean, him and then what's the other guy's name? Brian from USC. I don't remember what his name is. The one who got kicked. Um, who actually like went to jail for like 11 years. Yep. Like They end up making a movie out of him, but still. Which we got to stop doing that, too. But, like, Facts. that woman needs to go to jail. Yeah. Like, you ruined that man's life. I mean, he was going to be a first-round pick. Like, now he's really trying to pick up the pieces right. of his life. And now he's having to write a book to even, like... Get some semblance. To get something, right. yeah. And it's just, like, really unfair that, like, yeah. 
we as women like are able to bypass the justice system because oh there's been some traumatic experience we've had and in reality it's really not a traumatic experience we just were denied what we thought we were owed do you think there's a benefit in cancel culture which predominantly is on twitter no because i don't feel like we're really canceling the right people like it's always oh we have to cancel this person it's like do we like what did, what did they really like, do? I just don't like their opinion. That's not enough to cancel somebody to me. Okay, who I got canceled that you don't like? Or like that you felt like didn't need to be canceled? Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Not, maybe not canceled. I don't like the way Kevin Samuels was treated when he, when he passed. I don't think he deserved the 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 kind of legacy they put on him. I think you just don't like his opinion. That don't make him dying a good thing or... No, I mean, any sort of, like, death, like, that's terrible unless you're, like, Qaddafi or somebody. But, like, his opinions were wild. Like, they were very misogynistic. And for him to be who he was... What's the opposite of misogyny? I don't know. Is is there a word? Exactly. Oh, we don't have a word? We don't. But... like, Too feminist, for a I guess? year, for a year, we had broke niggas don't deserve no. Like that was a running. That's just as toxic as a. As that a was opinion. a lyric in a song. But it be what what Twitter does is take lyrics or jokes that we once ha ha about, and they become the new mindset because but, Twitter is so powerful. But like the person that made that song, like, should we have canceled them? Her? Like, should we? I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that she has done in her past that she's been open about. We don't, we just kind of bypass that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't, I just think cancellation should come from X. If you do something to somebody or I don't think you should be canceled because you said something that was an individual thought that unpopular. So why haven't we canceled Trey Songs? I think Trey Songz is canceled. He's not. He's everywhere. He's literally everywhere. He's probably outside filming a video. <laughs> he needs to be canceled. He has to be canceled, yeah. but it's like something it's that... crazy. We I, still I book- feel like he's canceled, but I could be wrong. Like, I don't see Trey Songz getting anything nowhere. I, I feel like he lives underground now. I, mean, he, I see him in Atlanta all the time. That's underground. What I mean by underground is... He don't, you don't see Trey Songz getting big commercials. You don't see him having big rollouts. You don't see him... Getting a lot of stuff. So in Vegas, the baby performed, mm-hmm. and I've never been more uncomfortable with a performance in my entire life. Every single, I mean, every single thing he did was so like degrading towards women. It just like I don't know how he's being booked. Still. But see, those are actions to me. Those are not opinions. That's not him giving his opinion. That's him literally doing malicious degrading shit shit. yeah i'm cool with that i'm just not cool with like uh, like lil wayne right i remember there was a point when lil wayne they tried to cancel lil wayne because he came out to say he liked trump i mean that was just ignorant it's not every every rapper that we like at some point like trump yeah they were best friends with him because they were like oh 
we're going to save you a bunch of money. Like, listen, I understand the Republican side of, like, liking Trump and you're going to be able to save all this money. But, like, at what point does your value as a I black person... I think you person... can like Trump and not like Trump as president. Is, I don't know if... I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think that conversation should be, be able to be had by whoever is pro-Trump or who's ever anti-Trump. No, I, I, agree, I agree with you because I'm going to say, like, I would definitely want to hang out with George W. Bush. Like, he just seems like a great fucking time. Like, yeah. Great rebrand. <laughs> incredible. Like, he, you know... You, I love George W. Like, W, you go get drunk with him. Like, that would be so much fun. And, uh, fool once. Fool, fool, fool twice. You can't fool me twice. <laughs> <laughs> but he did a rebrand. Oh, he became man. Michelle Obama's best friend. Yeah. Like, But I think we we looked at him like Trump until Trump. Like, black people was... Y'all hated him. Yeah, we did. I don't like Joe Biden. That don't mean I want Trump to be president. I don't like Joe Biden because of historical things that Joe Biden did. Then stuff he did during his campaign. Like, Joe Biden wrote three strikes. Joe Biden did... Made laws with... Um, I can't think of the man. He was a... He worked for the KKK. Like, he did mm. specific things. And we would have never let anybody else go on TV and say, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. But he had the boogeyman on the other side, so we just let it ride. Well, because we didn't really have an option. I like, still, I don't care. I sit one out. I sat that one out. And people say, oh, well, that's the problem. You sat it out. He won anyway. But I can't vote for someone that I know intentionally built the system of mass incarceration and still doesn't think anything is wrong with it just because he got another bad candidate on the other side. He's a worse candidate because he's insulated. He's been... He's been meticulous about the things that he's done. So I would have never voted for him, and I never will. But we as black people, like, we're so hateful towards Trump because of all the reckless and wild things that he said. But it's that we don't, Yeah, but we don't think about what's actually going on in the political sphere. Yeah, that's, we that's, just that's don't what like they it. bank on. Yeah. They bank on bad optics to see being bigger than actual execution. I mean, it worked. Like, when they was, who did, he beat Hillary, right? Mm-hmm. Biden beat Hillary. Yeah. I I was who was who was before Biden? Who did Hillary lose to first? She lost twice. She lost. She lost to what year was that? Um Who did she lose to the year Trump won? Well she No, she lost to Trump. No, I'm saying who did she who did In the primaries? In the primary. She lost to I don't know who was in the primary. I can't remember who it was. But it wasn't Bernie. It, was, it wasn't Bernie that year. It was somebody else. <laughs> or that election. Whoever it was, right? I was saying. Was it Rand Paul? That's the election before. Oh, God. That's how jaded we are, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's been pretty shitty. But my point yeah. is, I, in the Democratic primaries, I would have voted for anybody other than Hillary. I think anybody. that's how. I think that's how some of the Republicans felt. But like, there were no good Democratic candidates. There were no good Republican candidates. I think this next election is the first election where an independent person can win. And who is that independent person? They just got to find one. Because they, they so comfortable that they giving us shitty candidates on both sides. Now. Awful. Like, they ain't even trying no more. Like, ah, we're going to throw. And, you know, at some point, it's certain stuff, especially during the, during the course of the campaign. At certain points, I liked Kamala Harris. And I liked uh, Cory Booker. And Cory, 
at certain points. At certain points, yeah. At the beginning, right? But I remember at the beginning they got both of them. I, they was out in the first round. Before even the primaries came, they was out. And then they realized Joe Biden couldn't galvanize black voters, and they just threw Kamala back in like the token black woman and cleaned all her stuff up and put the, put the campaign money behind her, put the Twitter money behind her, and it was over with. Yeah. You signed off on that? <laughs> no, not. I did not sign off on that. No, any sort of political Twitter stuff, that's it's above my pay grade. My last question before Caleb. Yeah. What's your dream project? Project or person to work with? Um, probably Barack. That would be, it would be fun to have him like read tweets about himself and you know, just see that charismatic energy that he always brings um, on Twitter. That would be really fun. Um, also, like, maybe some some Premier League, you know, maybe, like, getting Messi to join Twitter, you know, where we're very, very close. Messi, hurry up. Um, you do that, you're a real change agent. I mean, you're a change agent already, but you pull that the, Wait till the 21st. <laughs> so that's that's the date, hopefully. Um, but it would be fun to just, you know, kind of explore that way. Um, I've gotten to work with Serena before, which is awesome. And, you know, just third helping. Best, third, third or fourth best athlete ever to me. Serena? Yeah. And she's unreal. We don't give her enough credit. It took us years, like her playing her last U.S. Open, yeah. to actually, like, sit down and look at her accolades. Yeah. Because they always, like, push the black woman in sports to the side. Yeah. I think if she had her last 10 years... Like her last ten dominant years during this social dominant era, the story would be different. I mean, but you can say that about like any right. athlete, right? Like, obviously, we. No, got... I think Jordan would be worse. I think his branding would be worse if he was in this era. Because there would be so much chatter about like mm-hmm. the gambling and things he did on like his off days, and just all the stuff that we didn't find out until well, that the casual person didn't find out to the last dance. They would have, like, it would have been... Social media would have ruined They would have talked about Jordan like they talk about Kyrie, to me. Well, I love Kyrie. I'm a Kyrie stand. I love I will, Kyrie. I will do The whatever. way they talk about Kyrie, like, from a public persona standpoint, like, how he's so bad for the team and stuff like that, I think they would talk about Jordan like that, but he would still win. That's true. But we don't, we don't like things that are unfamiliar to us. So it's hard for when Kyrie talks about his himself in a very cerebral manner, we don't like it because we can't understand it. Right. And that's where people get a little bit scared of who he is and how he handles situations. I'll, I'll defend. Even before two weeks ago, um, made some connections with Kyrie for something, but even before that, I'll defend Kyrie because I defend the right to have your own personal opinion mm-hmm. or your own personal thoughts or whatever that is. But I feel like Jordan would have... They would... They would have really, like talked about everything but the game. I think LeBron is so calculated because he cares so much about his public persona, and Jordans and the Kobe's they couldn't give a shit about that. Yeah, that's interesting. You want to know who is in the top with Serena? Yeah, I would like to know. She's the only woman. Michael. Jordan, Deion Sanders, Floyd. It's all my athlete, <laughs> not right. personas. Okay, athletes. Jordan, 
Deion Sanders, Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather. Senior or junior? Junior. Okay, just wasn't wasn't sure. Last question: What's your top five? Oof. Um. This is in no particular order. Yeah. Ah, that's weak. Tiger. Tiger six for me, but go ahead. I'm sorry. It's a hater. <laughs> um, Serena. All right. Um, I put Mike up there for sure. Um, Derek Jeter. My top five. Who's number five? The fifth one is always the hardest. I'm very biased with this answer. Uh-oh. Very. It's your answer. So far. I'm doing this because I love you, Cam Newton. Wow. Who? Cam Newton. He holds a very, very special place in my heart. All right. And she looked at me like that over Deion Sanders? No, but I'm talking about, like, on the field. Like, as a, as a diehard Carolina Panthers fan, like, he brought something to that city that, like, we have never seen before. Cam Newton or Michael Vick? Cam Newton. For sure. She, say this, she said it's by. Let's leave it alone. No, no, no. But I'm not from here. Like, I'm, I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from South Carolina. So, like, I, I, I'm I like a very... I like different perspectives. I'm, so a, let's, I'm a big hater yeah, for anything Atlanta. So, who's your Atlanta. top three, okay. South Carolina? South Carolina, North Carolina? No, just South Carolina. Just South Carolina? Um, I know a lot of South Carolina athletes. I mean, I got to put Debo in there. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's my brother. Um, Draft night, I know. Shout out to the notes, yes, Marcel. Yes. Shout out to the notes, Marcel. I did look like a white woman that night. It was crazy. <laughs> um, you got to put Asia in there. Yeah. Love Asia Wilson. Because she, I mean, that is South Carolina basketball. She is. Um, and then. That's why you got short. This makes sense. Why you got shorty kicked off Twitter. Oh. South Carolina. Well, we went to same school. And I'm going to put Zion in there. Hey. <laughs> ja? I mean, I love Ja, but I'm, I'm going to go with Z. We really did go to the same school, so. Word. Last question. I, this is because of South Carolina. Why is Don Staley so villainized? I love Don Staley. I wouldn't consider her to be villainized. I feel like she is. I feel like people hate on her. I, I wouldn't say hate on her. I think Don just has a presence. Yes. She has a really strong presence. And when she in the room, like, you feel that. I love Don Staley, man. I think people want her to mess up so bad, and she's right, just like, yeah. I don't really care. Like, yeah. what did she say on All the Smoke? She was like, yeah, yeah I was late because I was at the courthouse watching Murder Trial. She's like, that's the type of morbid shit I'm on. Like, I don't need to be out here, you know, beating the pavement on random shit. Like, I just right. like coaching basketball. I like, yeah. staying out the way, minding my business. She's country. I love that. You know, that's just, that's her yeah. vibe. Yeah. I love that too. And the media wants her to fail. They don't like that South Carolina has randomly continued this reign for the last, you know, five to seven years. Yeah. And it's not going to stop. No. Dunn Staley, I met Dunn Staley, might have been 96 or 2001 of those Olympics when she was on the Dream Team. Um, I met her at a restaurant in Atlanta. And I'm not from Atlanta, but. I met her, and I already liked I'm a point guard. I already liked strong point guards. And Don Staley to me was like the Gary Payton of the WNBA. And to know how aggressive she played, but then how warm she was as a person to me, even I might have been, what, 12, 14, something like that. She just always, like, held a place 
in my heart. So I love Don Staley. So she basically got adopted by South Carolina. So. She did. We love her. She's like our mayor. It's cool. Tell the people where to find you. Um, on Twitter. Your real page, not your burner. I don't have a burner. <laughs> I don't have a burner. I don't tweet crazy things about Twitter. Um, at Brantley, B-R-A-N-T-L-E-E. One name only. To be a change agent, you have to be two things. You have to be aware. You have to be inspired. Go be a change agent. Trav. Let's go. We out. Let's get it.